Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe and I like socks. I like socks and I am Snipe. How are you? This is Wib. <laughs> I'm alright. <laughs> You've been listening to Psycho Stick. Though. I have, yeah. I've got that stuck in my head <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's the best song and it has the best video as well because there's a dog in it who likes socks. That's true. And that is That's... truly the most beautiful images ever cast into the internet. Yeah. Matt's also here. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've still got like post gig buzz, so. Oh, yeah, excellent. It's good. You, you'll be, you'll be, you've got ants in your pants and you're mm-hmm. going to be jittering about. Yep. Yeah, we had quite a good gig last night at uh, Ryan's Bar in Derby. It was very good. Which was actually the place that we had our very first gig ever as a band. Um, well, ever as a not quite a band yet. Well, the first one, I, well, uh, we, uh, I wasn't first... there the first one, so it blatantly doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but then you were there at the second one yes. at the same fucking venue, so yes. <laughs> that Re- kind of counts. Regardless of how you count it, our first gig was there. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, so we, after, what, nine years, we finally went back and had one of the best gigs we've had in a while, so that was, yeah, that was definitely. nice. It was really, really good, and it was a poker stop, which was just, like, icing <laughs> on the cake, really. It was between two poker stops, wasn't it? it? Was. So it was, like, overlapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was honestly, like, we were watching one of the bands, because we headlined, and we were watching, I think it was the third band on. Uh, Def Goldblum. Yes. And um, I, I, I checked it. I checked my Pokemon Go and there was a Mr. Mime in the area and I was like I sat there and I was like I could literally derail this gig right now <laughs> I could fuck this gig up so bad I could just go hey everyone attention there is a Mr. Mime outside and then everyone would fucking leave I felt like god it was, <laughs> no, no one man should have all that power I know right oh, I, I resisted though I, I, I resisted the temptation you know a true measure of a man is uh, you give him power and watch, his, watch what he does yeah. with it so I think I proved my, my righteousness that day. <laughs> so that, that band fucking owes me, because holy shit. This is the, the joys of actually having poker stops in a city rather than like in a suburb or in the countryside. You go into the centre of town, and Derby's not like, you know, it's a city, but it's not huge. But it's just like, oh my lordy, there's so many poker stops here. Oh yeah, it's I think, fantastic. I think our next poker picnic needs to just act, we'll just wander around a town. I think <laughs> it's probably the best way of doing it. We'll literally have a picnic in the middle of Nottingham because fuck <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, why not? Drop, pop a few laws. It'll be fine. I'm sure no one will care. You don't even need to in a town because everywhere's got a law anyway. That's true. That's it's true. amazing. I've seen loads of places like, oh yeah, uh, if you drop a law, um, come and show us, and we'll give you like a twenty percent discount. Mm. Yeah, yeah I've like heard that. about that. Because they it's make like, so much money, like, stores make so much money off it if you've got exactly, a law down. Everyone's exactly. like, I could st- not go into that coffee shop, or I could just go in and get all the Pokemon and also buy things while I'm there. Yeah, it's like, well, I, I do fancy a muffin, and this this is a Pokestop that's been lured, so... <laughs> I, I like how Pokemon Go has become the new Overwatch of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Misanthropod, the number one over uh, not Overwatch, the number one Pokemon Go podcast. Pod <laughs> Podemon cast. Go- oh, fuck it, I don't care. Let's talk more about Pokemon. We can talk about Overwatch. We can't. Talk I, about I don't Overwatch, think we should. No. <laughs> no I, uh, I literally just be repeating myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gerard, but what have you been up to? Um, a little bit. To be fair, it's not my usual answer of nothing, which is good. Uh, okay. When did you last record? Two weeks ago? Yes. Okay, so what have the we done The podcast does come out every two weeks. I, I'm aware of schedules. <laughs> <laughs> I just turn up when summoned. Pretty much. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess things we did, we, we did a bit more recording. Oh yeah, so, yeah, I completely yeah, forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> and just following on from band conversation to have a bit of a link. Um... So we're getting there, we've got one more weekend booked next weekend, and then we're done, as far as, like, us are concerned. And then it needs as to far be as complete, re- like, actual recording going, yeah, then, then all the, be... like, the other stuff starts. Yeah, mixed and mastered and all that sort of gumph. But... And we've got to do all the artwork and get everything printed and well, all that nonsense. sort out the Kickstarter awards. Oh. Yeah, but the actual recording is nearly done, so that's, that's a start. 
we're still fucking like caught up on what should the CD case be made out of. <laughs> that, is, that is literally a conversation, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, we could do cardboard, because that's really snazzy, but plastic's the classic, but cardboard's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm swaying in terms of pla- in cardboard, just because it's, you know... It does feel classic. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to put a stop to this right now. I'm not going to ha- be on a podcast where people are discussing the pros and cons <laughs> between <laughs> cardboard and plastic. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Misanthropod, the number one materials comparison podcast. <laughs> okay, John, I'm, I'm going to stop you there, because polyurethane is obviously the best material, and I will fight you to the death to prove that. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that, um, recording was good, and it's a little bit left, but it's good. Um, the other thing I did last weekend, I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about on this podcast, because it's sports related uh, um, I'm not sure whether that's condoned or you're allowed exactly 30 seconds to talk 30 seconds. about sports okay well I saw the ice hockey last weekend and long story short we got in for free accidentally did you um, sneak in deliberately no we, 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 we ordered tickets online and then we got there and they double booked our tickets but then only char- not charged us for them so we had the confirmation saying we bought them but for whatever reason, their server end, it hadn't gone through, so it hadn't charged us, and then they just sold the seats to someone else. But they felt bad, so they let us in, and we sat in the media box and watched Ooh, it. Nice. There. Cool. But um, lots of fights. Really? <laughs> yes. That's usual, like, British hockey season. Um, Your 30 seconds are up, by the way. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> you can you, carry on, though. All you need to know <laughs> is fights. It was fun. Did, did, did you get involved in said fights? No, 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 but the refs do. Really? Well, because oh. the other players start fighting, and then the refs go over to try and stop it. And by stopping it, they basically they have to sight, like skate up behind players and just bear hug them until they <laughs> until they stop fighting. And occasionally, if they still keep fighting, just like launch them backwards. And like, <laughs> yeah, there's an amazing cliff house only later of like um, a ref going up to a, one of the players, just grabbing him from behind, throwing him. The player falls over and then skids across the ice. Like, <laughs> These refs are badass. You see, I've got this image in my, my head of like refs sneaking up behind the players and just pile driving them. <laughs> you know, I would legitimately watch wrestling on ice. Wrestling <laughs> so oh, fucking oh, hard. Ooh. I mean, people would probably get their throats cut by uh, blades, but yeah, people would land on the on the blades, and yeah, that wouldn't. Well, that's wouldn't why well. you don't give them blades. You give them wood. What you mean? Wooden ju- blades. I, well, I was just thinking, like, just have just dudes on an ice rink, just wrestling and sliding all over the place, like trying to do all the no, no, elaborate, no. like acrobatic wrestling moves and just falling over. But they're trying to figure skate and just tombstoning each other. Oh, if you want, if you want a safer version of that, how about wrestling on bouncy castles? Ooh, That'd be really. Oh, yeah, Dicko's mum did like break her shoulder on a bouncy castle this weekend, though. Well, what? Yeah, she broke her shoulder. She, oh. she was like on a hen day, and she was like, "Oh, jumpy castle!" and then jumped on it once, and then smashed her shoulder oh. on the ground. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh. Is that why they weren't there last night then? Yeah. 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 Oh, that was like that's like half. That's why half our fan, fan base wasn't at the game. Yeah, Dico's <laughs> mum. Yeah. They don't count as your fan base if they're one of your mums and dads. <laughs> if, no, if they're your friends' mum and dad, it's yeah. fine. But no, I think I think she was just kind of entering the prototype. Um, like on ice bouncy castle wrestling federation federation <laughs> yeah I can't think of the acronym for that but it's probably really cool and way better yeah. than NCO or, or WWF or anything <laughs> but yeah I would pay to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson dressed as Frosty the Snowman pile driving people on ice to be fair you just, pay, you just pay to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson I'd literally pay yeah, to see him true. eat cereal but that's really <laughs> beside the point He's got great. He's got a great jaw. He's apparently got a big feud with uh, Vin Diesel. Really? Uh, on the new Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, I heard a bit about that. What, like, a, like an IRL beef or just? Yeah, like, yeah. No, oh, I, shit. I, I don't know what it is because uh, I, you know, when you see a headline and then you go, I don't care enough to click on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't even know why I brought it up. Really. Well, maybe it's because like because Vin Diesel's into D and D. So maybe like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is like a bit of a problem player. What, Maybe is he like a min-maxer? Like, no, no, I wouldn't say he's a min-maxer. I'd just say he's, like, basically, like, thoroughly meta. And he, I, I would say he's probably, like, you know, like, Spoonie. Spoon, like, a uh, guy from the Spoonie Experiment. His, his bard mm. tandem, how he's, like... He'll do the most stupidest things, but he'll somehow, like, roll right and make it work. Mm. I'm guessing Dwayne The Rock Johnson is like that, because he's a badass. So he's probably got this, like, this bard, like, golem 
in the party mm. who's always doing stupid things like oh you need to go and rescue the princess and um, and then he'll just basically like just grab any pretty woman off the street and go this is your daughter now pay me or I'll kill you okay I feel that that's probably why they would be fighting okay um I don't think it is but you can't say it isn't <laughs> but since I don't know what the feud is caused by then let's just say that's what it's caused by and move on welcome to the yep. misanthropod the number one Dwayne the Rock Johnson podcast online <laughs> the number one making things up about celebrities podcast <laughs> oh no wait that's fist no, shock no. <laughs> yeah but they're way better <laughs> that's all my sports news just as a heads up so you'll be oh, happy good, good. Oh, yeah. good. Um, not much games um well, I have been looking. I'm really tempted to get a 3DS. Yeah, same. We've been tempted to pick one up. I've been eyeing one up, and because they released the new one like last year, so it's not really new anymore. But it's still new because that's its official name, which is terrible. Well, Nintendo don't know how to name consoles. No, but at least like, like okay, Wii and then Wii U is a bad idea. But at least it is a legitimately different name. It's just it's just far too linked to the old one. And it, do you remember rubbish. when they sent around like an email to like all these Nintendo Wii owners going, "Yeah, you know the Wii U is a separate console, right? It's it's like the Wii Two. Yeah, you should yeah. buy it." Which is just like, wow, Nintendo, that's but, basically you in a nutshell. But this is work because this doesn't have another name. Its its official name is the new Nintendo 3DS or oh, the Nintendo so. New 3DS or whatever the order is. So, like, if you want to buy a second-hand one, you have to buy a second-hand new 3DS. Yeah. And if you want to buy one of the original 3DSs, which are still fine, there's not much difference. There's, like, the process is better, but all the games are the same, apart from, so far, one, which can't run on the old 3DSs. So they're functions, but the old ones are now really cheap. You can get, like, a new one for, like, 80 quid or so. An okay, old, a new a one n- or a new... Well, that's the thing. You can get a new, old 3DS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My brain. Uh, yeah, so it's a bit... But you can get them for, like, 80 quid now. Brand, brand new, but not the new one. Uh, yeah, it makes talking about it harder than talking about the fucking X-Bone. Yeah. Um, I would like to buy an Xbox One. Like, but why is it so much? I want to buy an original Xbox. It should be, like, 30 quid. Why are they £400? <laughs> like, wait, no, the one is actually the third one. I do, I do really hate that. That like ever since the Xbox One was announced, that you now have to specify original Xbox. Yeah. Like it was annoying enough when you'd say Xbox and people would go all oh, 360 and you go, did I fucking stutter? <laughs> no, it's, that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure they wanted people to call it the One. Yeah. Because it's like no. you know the Matrix is popular or fucking whatever. It's the X Bone. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the X Bone. And we'll always, it's, like, it's it's original Xbox 360 X Bone. Like, I, lo- I love it how that was just its name from like day one yeah. and, and people just seeing... insist on calling it that forever now <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the conference and just on Twitter people immediately going Eggsbone huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like holy shit that is a better name <laughs> it was fantastic wherever you stand in the whole console Microsoft Sony thing at least you can admit PlayStation 1 2 3 4 it just makes way more sense it does yeah. <laughs> it's just so much easier it might be cold it might be clinical but at least you know exactly yes. which one you're dealing with. Yep. Until they release the four and a half, which, yeah, or whatever that one's going to be. Oh, called. yeah. But that hasn't happened yet, so we don't have to worry about it. It's not, like, I'm sure, I, I saw a few places refer to it as, like, the PlayStation 4K, which is like, fuck off, can you do that? But well, that's beside the point. Yeah, that, that hasn't happened yet, so we'll, we'll, no. We'll, we'll no doubt bitch about that when it does happen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely, that's what we're here for. Because this podcast exists to just be a long-form method of bitching. <laughs> You literally just sit here and whinge for an hour and a half and then fuck off. Yeah, so 3DS. Apparently, the, the other difference between the new the new 3DS and the old 3DS is that the new one can play Binding of Isaac. Oh. oh. Yeah. So, wait, I thought they weren't going to put Binding of Isaac on the DS. Oh, they did. They did eventually. They just had a lot of problems when they were trying to get it certified originally because oh. basically every single thing in the Binding of Isaac... Is the sort of thing Nintendo don't want on their console. Yeah, well, you can have symbols, child abuse. Yeah, Yeah. you you can have up to mature rating, but you can't have adults only. So I don't know what Bindy Isaac was. I mean, I personally wouldn't classify Bindy Isaac as an AO. I don't think I'd say maybe like. So as long as it's not one of them, they're allowed to have it on there. It was helped. I was reading a thing about this earlier. It was helped by the fact that quite a few people who like work on the 3DS are massive Bindy Isaac fans. (laughs) (laughs) So. It was kind of yeah. They had it. They had an inroad there. <laughs> so, but that only works on the new 3DS and not the 
old uh, yes even if you buy an old new, one new new or the new old <laughs> even if you buy an old one brand new it won't work <laughs> but you could buy an, an old new one and that'll be fine uh, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. why <laughs> it's like they don't want people talking about their fucking products oh my god that's <laughs> my head Oh, you also, you mentioned you see um, Soul Suicide Squad as well. Yes, yes. So, yeah, moving from games to other video watching things. Yes, Because I just want to remind people that we we said, like, months ago on the podcast that it was probably going to be quite bad. Yeah, well, it wasn't bad. It was fine, I guess. Was it edgy? No, because they took all the edgy stuff out of it when they tried to, when they made it, fun, like, fun or whatever oh, they were trying interesting to do interesting side note. Apparently, the uh, the UK premiere's dress code for Suicide Squad was literally, quote, edgy. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 so I'm just going to go hop top. You know. It's fine, they just got MySpace to write the invites. <laughs> they literally did. <laughs> like, ah. Alt caps, X, X, bloody rose, golf, 666, I punch hamsters, I don't fucking know. Lol, so random, XD, raw. Yes. That's literally half the Suicide Squad script. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't the, know that. That's some of the parts Tell us about the movie, Matthew. <laughs> um, well... Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was fun. That's it a was, good review. That's the thing. The thing. It's, 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 it's similar in some regard to, like, Ghostbusters, in the sense of the new one, because when that came out, everyone was, like, either getting really angry and quite often sexist about it, that's a whole separate thing but either saying yeah. oh it's going to be awful awful and then there's people saying oh no no it's going to be the best thing ever and then it came out and it was fine and it was kind of it wasn't either of those two extremes it's quite similar to this it was like it was entertaining the characters were quite good the editing was like all over the shop yeah, mainly because they filmed like one and a half films worth of stuff and then quickly had to bodge it together yeah so yeah. it's a little bit like yeah the story was like the final third like third act with the the, the big ending bit like the main baddie was just a bit rubbish like it was quite bland and he's like well if you have these powers why you do why aren't you just taking over the world and doing things rather than just making a one of those uh, sky beam things that's in every film at the moment but like the bad guy sky beam thing is like the most important bad guy <laughs> yeah. trope of like if so... you're gonna be a super villain then it's like just part of the thing you've got to get yourself a mask a persona and then get yourself a, a space laser thing. A yeah. sky beam. Like to shoot into the sky. That's yeah. just what you got to do. That's, that's how yeah. you're a bad guy. 101. It's easy. So, um, yeah, like, the story wasn't brilliant, which is, I guess, quite a lot of a film. But then, like, it was shot quite well, and it was... Yeah, the cap- Will Smith was really good. I've heard that he's, he's, he's really like... Cool really good I have heard he's very good in it but he's just playing himself basically well you say that but like actually when you watch it you very quickly forget it's Will Smith which is yeah. always a good, which is always a good sign I yeah. always, I'm always very surprised by Will Smith's like how, how good an actor he can be yeah oh I mean, yeah he occasionally chooses some terrible films to be in. oh yeah not, uh, not you, World, you, World West though was that was the s- best movie of all fucking time <laughs> and I will fight that no, I will defend Wild Wild West forever. Yes, no, yes. I'm with you on that. Wild West. Yeah. Wiki Wiki oh. Wild Wild West. Do you want to know something that made Jim me feel West. really old? Desperado. Yeah. <laughs> I, something that made me feel really old I saw the other day was it was like um, a steampunk Facebook group that someone I knew had like liked something on and they'd posted a picture of the giant robot spider thing from Wild Wild West like with, oh wow, does anyone know where this is from? And I'm just like, oh fuck off. Oh, like, like, like you don't know Wild World West, and then I was like, oh shit, how long ago did that come out? No, 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 mm. it's it's their fault. They are literally worse people for not hearing about Wiki Wiki Wild Wild about West. About Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. Exactly. Jim and West. Desperate. <laughs> that fucking movie, it's so beautiful. So bad. I actually, I do actually really want to watch it again. Because <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen it. I think, actually, the last time I saw it, it might have been when it was at the cinema. Holy shit. 40 years ago. Yeah, like... Was that? Because that was like one of the big movies he did like after the first Men in Black, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think it was after Men in Black 1 as well, I think. Yeah, they were similar to mm. if I remember rightly. Mm. Um, so that's like late 90s, right? I would think so, yeah. And that's me being generous and making myself feel less old. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very disappointed that Will Smith didn't bring out like a really lame-o kind of like, rap song for Suicide Squad. Men in... Men in Black was after Independence Day. 
I thought. Really? Yeah. Shit, Independ- really? Independence Day was 96. So it was, I guess that's why the new one came out this year. It was like 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Men in Black was 97. Wild West was 99. Oh, really? Oh, shit, in, I didn't think it was that late. Yeah, and Men in Black 2, 2002, and other gump in between. I say gump, <laughs> you know, where he played Muhammad Ali and did <laughs> things. You know, just those sort whatever. of extra. Did all those, legit- <laughs> did all those legitimately artistic <laughs> movies that people yeah. might actually want to watch. Yeah. No, why would you ever want to watch those when you have Wicked Wicked Wild Wild West? Oh, that is true. But Suicide Squad, was the story was a bit weak, but it was entertaining, and the characters were good. Like, Margot Robbie as um, Harley. Harley. It... It wasn't as... I was expecting it to be, lol, isn't she so random because she's crazy? And, like, sort of a bit... And it was a little bit like that. It did err a little bit on the side of this is just, you know, taking the piss out of, like, people with, like, serious mental illness. Yeah. Ever so slightly. But it wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. And in to not to put too fine a point on it, she looks quite good in hot pants. So, you know. <laughs> well, I'm pretty There's always sure, that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good um, backup. See, that's the thing they should put on the uh, on the cover of the DVD. <laughs> Not as bad as I thought it was going to be, and also Margot Robbie looks good in hot pants. Drama <laughs> Matt, <laughs> yeah. basically, Drama Matt reporting from the sofa. Yeah, um, yeah, it's worth worth seeing if you want a sort of summer blockbustery entertaining film. Probably not worth repeat viewings, maybe, and. Yeah, it's fine. And Joker was an interesting one as well because for all of the faff and whatever you think about it going into the thing, he ends up with what seven minutes of screen time, <laughs> and like that seven minutes could just be straight up taken out of the film, no re-editing done at all, and the film would be no different. <laughs> I love the fact that he is like pissed off the entire cast of that movie. Yeah. For nothing. Life. Like, they're never going to let that go because he pissed them off that much. He and threw dead all, pigs at them and shit. Yeah, all for seven minutes yeah. of screen time. That could it be was, removed. They did film a lot more, apparently. They could, so mm. I don't know if it's going to be because all the other DC ones, they've released an edit to the cinemas that was fine and then released an ultimate version, which is a bit better. So I don't know if they're going to do that with this. I assume they will. I really hope the ultimate version is just those seven minutes removed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be brilliant. Because then I would literally watch Jared Leto's face for the entirety of the fucking runtime just to just to be entertained by his horrifying, like, I can't believe I ate dead termites for this shit. <laughs> I was so edgy, though. <laughs> I mean, so, there, there is the whole thing of that, yeah... It's, it's probably good that they tried to do something different with the Joker. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they couldn't have ever tried to just do Heath Ledger's take on it, because it, exactly. it wouldn't have been as good, so... No. And I don't think, I don't think in a modern movie they could do like a Jack Nicholson style Joker again. No, like a real no. slapstick kind of Joker. Yeah, I just don't think that'd fly. So they had to try something and think out the box. Which, yeah. granted, the the grills and the tattoos they did, the they did think out the box. Well, no, they did. And fair enough, for actually trying to yeah, make well, they just like made a him a bit character. more of a sort of a gangster style of things. Well, yeah, than, and it it was fine. Like it was, yeah. Like, the bits you actually see him in are just uh, fine. He's a Joker. It's not the best Joker, but it's probably not the worst. Um, it's just it's in it. It's just the, the funny thing is, yeah, he's just in it for so infrequently. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of almost irrelevant anyway. Yeah, that's just, that's just the icing on the cake. It's <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. The, the, he was like, oh, I went full method, and I punched toddlers, <laughs> and I told the duck yeah. to fuck off, and... <laughs> I've really committed to my role uh, and fucking seven minutes, dude. Oh my god. Honestly, I, I think that we get more entertainment out of how little Jared Leto is in the movie <laughs> yeah. than if we'd actually watched the movie. Exactly. Like, just knowing that fact just entertains us endlessly. But literally, I'm, I'm tempted to just go and give, I don't know, the editors the price of admission for the cinema because I've been so thoroughly entertained by that fact. But yeah. I will have to see it one of these. I wait yeah, until it comes yeah. out on DVD and then I'll see it. I don't fancy seeing it at the cinema. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've still been meaning to get through all the DC Cinematic Universe movies because I haven't seen any of them. I've just seen bits and pieces of them, but I've never actually sat down and watched any of them. And I, I know that all of them are probably movies I won't like, but I have to see for myself. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, you can't yeah, judge yeah. until you've seen them. I mean, then you will immediately judge them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, thoroughly. Um, yeah, I have still haven't seen the first Man of Steel. Um, but I think 
I saw the Batman vs Superman. I think that the, the cliff notes it gives at the start kind of sums up the whole film, and I kind of feel like I don't need to see it now. So. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, promising. Um, the, the narrator literally goes, "Here's spoilers, blah blah blah. Fucking go home." Basically. From what I from what I understand, just imagine the origin story of Superman, but make everything grey. Yeah, and then make him destroy like an entire city. And kill like millions of people. I'm way more interested in Soups as like a bad guy anyway. I think he's a shit good guy. Yeah. Because he's like, oh yeah, I'm like, there's no weaknesses or anything apart from this ridiculously rare thing that literally every person who is like a criminal <laughs> yeah. or has a criminal record owns a yeah. piece of jewelry with it on. Yeah, no. Well, I've I've always said that Superman is the worst, uh, worst character in fiction. No, so. I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> no, but I, I like him as a bad guy because then like he's just so much more interesting as a bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's just me. How often is he a bad guy? Not Every very often, but he's he's occasionally a bad guy. Yeah, well, it's um, it, it's the thing when you have an all-powerful hero, they become a very boring hero because yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. invent weaknesses for him. Whereas an all-powerful villain can be interesting because then there's something to be overcome. Yeah, which is why Godzilla makes a better villain than a hero. Oh, why don't you just kiss Godzilla? Because I'm not allowed near him. Okay. Um, not after the incident. And you're not you're not tall enough. You're not, uh, yeah, you're not tall enough. You could probably kiss his, his like, foot or his tail. I'm not into that, I'm sorry. I'm not... I'm not judging... Okay, I, I'm not, we are not kink-shaming hey. fucking anyone on this show. Hey, okay. I didn't say... I didn't say I thought it was weird. I just said I'm not into that. So you agree you think it's weird? No, just that I'm not into that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what else have you been up to, drama about? Um, Not too much. We've been watching um, Stranger Things on Netflix... I've heard so many good things about that. It's it's very good. I'd heard literally nothing about it. I, um, I don't know what it's about. I think I someone was like, oh, it's kind of a bit like, um, oh, what is it, like Tales from the Crypt- Crypty kind of thing? Yeah, like all different it, was quite, it was really nice being able to, because one of our friends recommended it, and he said, it's set in the 80s and it's got an amazing soundtrack, which is always a good start, um, and... You should watch it, it's really good. But then he said, don't look anything into it, because if you don't know about it... Not that you need to not know about it to enjoy it, but he said, it's just, it's so nice to have not heard anything about it and just going in completely fresh. So I was like, okay, cool. So he started watching it without looking into it, and it's been really it's been really nice not knowing... Don't, I don't even know how many episodes there is, because I've tried to avoid looking on Netflix to see how many <laughs> there is. Because like, we were watching... I can't remember what it was before, but we were watching something, and sort of, like stuff was kicking off, but I was like, oh, wait, no, because it's only episode 8 out of 12 so it can't finish now, so they'll be fine. And it's just little things as simple as that. Like, I don't know how long it is, <laughs> so I have no idea what's going to happen. And it's been really quite nice, but it's very good. I def- it's on Netflix, so I definitely recommend Yeah, definitely. No, I, I have it. been meaning to watch it. The, so- the soundtrack is beautiful. It's like full-on like 80s synthy, but like not at all, not at all cheesy somehow. Fantastic. Yeah, you know, brilliant. it's really funny when it comes to 80s music, of that if, if, I'm ju- if it's just music to listen to, I... I fucking hate 80s music. I fucking despise it. I really hate it. However, as a soundtrack to a movie mm. or a game, I often really like it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I don't really have the same hatred. Oh, no, it's... it's Cause a... It just reminds me of that very popular female hairstyle and that's all I can see in my head. It's what, like, what, like the, the 80s scene... music? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, like, it's like that scene from Terminator 1 when, when Sarah Connor's in that in that noir bois. Noir bois? I'm trying to speak and I can't. It's like it's like a bar called noir. Because <laughs> okay. like, the Terminator's following her and it's like, you've got me burning. It's just like everyone's doing that weird like 80s dance where they kind of look like they're about to run and stop and then change direction. And they've all got that huge <laughs> fucking hair and like really built up shoulder pads and like quarter rolled up sleeves and they're all just doing this weird like looking kind of like they're skiing but being put on pause and that's just every time I hear like 80 synth that's exactly what my brain goes to okay. but you know before like the shootout happens so it's not that fun <laughs> shall we move on to something else yeah. okay so uh, what have you been up to uh, I have played some video games get out no I way. really have um, unfortunately they are the games that I've also played for the channel which I've actually carried on playing afterwards well, so enough. I actually went through and beat uh, Grow Home uh, that we did a video of. That is a really cute little game. Yeah, on Wednesday. I don't know, did you see that video, Matt? No, is this the newer one? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I know, I haven't, I haven't watched that yet. So. Uh, well, you, you basically play as a small red robot called Bud, and you have to climb on this giant plant to right. make it, and then we go to like the Buds on it, and then you hit X on them while holding on, because it's kind of got a, got a bit of a... Um, 
an almost quap style okay, thing where you right. where you ha- I mean it's not it's nowhere near that bad but you have to like climb up things and it's like the physics are all really wonky um, but you have to climb up this thing and then you grab onto the buds and then you hit X and then they will grow and it kind of looks very phallic <laughs> and then you have to jam your phallic plant bud into these giant like floating like not seeds but like crystal things. like crystal things and that makes the main plant grow up bigger which looks even more phallic <laughs> until it reaches space and hatches and then they're like star seeds and you have to go and harvest the seeds isn't that like on what? the actual steam store page it's like the last thing it features is yes we know what they look like <laughs> yeah well it does it, it does on the sequel anyway because the oh, sequel yeah, yeah. came out this week um called grow up I uh, haven't played that yet, but because I hadn't played the first one until um, like Tuesday, uh, the day the day that Grow Up came out, and so uh, I've I've since gone through and beaten Grow Home, which yeah, I've, it's it's really quite fun. It's only a few hours long, um, but it's the sort of game that they've made, so there's quite a lot to do in it. A lot of replayability. Okay. Yeah, so it, once you've grown your the plant to the, the, its highest point and you've you've harvested the seeds you need to and brought it to your spaceship because it grows so high that you actually you actually reach your spaceship and so okay. you can jump into it. Um, don't ask about how gravity works that high up. It's probably best it's not to think about it. Probably fine. Um, but you so you go into your ship and uh, and. Um, the computer there, who's called Mom, gives you basically the challenge. Go, okay, now find all the other star seeds that fell off the plant, and they're scattered around the level, which could be anywhere at any height. So you go down, you you get all these seeds, all the while encountering all kinds of weird things like, like there's, dodos. Do- there's the dodos who are called warbles. They're really cute. You will love them, dude. Um, there's an achievement for grabbing them and then yanking them away. Um, well, actually, it's just an achievement for like finishing a um, like a database uh, where you get you uh, get. All... Sorry, you're right there. If you Google image search "grow up warbles," it's it's horrifying. What? Okay. <laughs> I okay. recommend no one to do this ever. What is it? Grow? Uh, do you put "grow up" or "grow home"? Grow up. Oh God. And then how do you spell? How do you meant to spell? I spelled it W A R B L E S. Yeah. Yeah. Type in "grow up warbles" and click images. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, oh no! Yeah, no! Don't do that. No, seriously, don't. It's not okay for people who are like um for people who are like oh I might Google it. Okay, it's nothing sexual. It's just really gross bug and maggot shit. Because there's a kind it's of fucked up. There's a kind of fly called a warble fly, and it's disgusting. And it seems so. yeah, it seems to. Um... Sorry, I completely derailed you then, but I couldn't help but go. <laughs> Oh, they like do something to rabbits and cause them to have these weird pustules on them. Okay. Ugh, yeah. 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 Anyway, Don't sorry. fucking Google it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll need brain bleach. Okay, after after being derailed somewhat <laughs> yes. there. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so yeah, you you like collect all these things and you take them to your checkpoints and then they get scanned and, and you build up a database. That's one of that's like one of the okay. secondary things you can do. And so like you you do ridiculous things like the dodo things. They only live in caves. So you'll like go into a cave, grab one run out of the cave with it, launch yourself off this floating rock that you're on, and fall 300 feet. While the dodo's sitting there going, what the fuck is this guy's yeah. damage? And then just use a jetpack to like land safely like miles below, and then put it in the thing. That's why the dodos went extinct, because people were fucking like, base jumping with the poor bastards. There was also an achievement... Okay, when you say put it in the thing, what are you putting it in? The it, thing? In the checkpoint thing. Okay. That is like a computer thing... That's also a teleporter. It's oh, weird. Right. Okay. You, there's also you, you can also do that with those like sheep things, which I forget what they're called. Uh, meep, meeps, I think actually what they're called. Oh, they're not called Mareep, No, there's actually an achievement for drowning those. <laughs> what? So just grabbing them, I'm running, sorry? yeah, just running into the ocean with them, and then just oh, staying there. That's that's the wrong kind of sheep dip, son. <laughs> I may have that achievement. Oh my god! I feel you like a bad psychopath. person. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of little achievements like that of like, oh, go go find all the caves or go get all these things. Because um, there's also um, a thing where you collect crystals and they power you up and give you more abilities. Uh, the first ability you get is camera control. Because apparently you have to it unlock camera control. It is not a right, control. it is a privilege. Good game. I, I can totally recommend it. it. Depending on how much game you want for your money, you might consider like a game that lasts like two, three hours being like seven quid. Like, you might think that's a bit much. I think it's alright. 
Yeah, fair enough. I mean, we got it in a humble bundle all by oh, so. Okay. Right. Yeah. so it wasn't a big, you know, it's not a big deal. But um, but no, it does seem really good. And there's a sequel just come out, which um, now I've done that, I'll pick up at some point. And that seems fun. Uh, oh, i also been playing a lot of um, Red Faction Guerrilla that we played we did a play two weeks a, ago. We, we did a video on that. Yeah, we did a week of video on that as well. Um, which I've been quite enjoying because we did Red Faction Armageddon. That was the uh, first one we got. Yeah, we, played. we we did that a while back and really enjoyed that. Because I mean, uh, I don't know if you remember Matt, but like it was it was a more um, linear game, but you still had the giant hammer that you could wreck shit. Yeah, I'm with trying to think. I played one of the Red Faction games. Was it, it the first one I on the PS2? By it was on the PS2. Though, I think there was. I think there was two Red Faction games on the PS2. There was the original one, and then there was a sequel, which I can't remember if it was just called Red Faction 2 I or not. I feel like it was a sequel that I played, but I don't know why it would have been. But it was like, yeah, they got really excited about this conductible environment, and it was just like, every, like very occasionally there'd be a wall you could blow up. Yeah, yeah, that was that was always the it's complaint like, with the original uh, Red Faction. Okay. Uh, whereas later on with the later games, they just sort of went with, okay, the terrain isn't destructible, but every building is. Okay. Um, and yeah, you can just straight up go at them with a giant sledgehammer and, <laughs> dis- and demolish them like brick by brick. It yeah, is fucking amazing. It's pretty metal. Um, the, ma- the main difference between Armageddon and and Gorilla is that um, Gorilla was the first one. Well, the it's the earlier one of the two, and that was open world, whereas Armageddon was a linear game. Okay, uh, which you know isn't quite as fun for something where you're just supposed to fuck around and destroy stuff. Like, the open world really does add something to it. Yeah. Although what I will say is that it does have the single most cliched intro of any <laughs> piece of media I've ever encountered. It's actually kind of cool. It's actually pretty magical how cliched it is. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, you start off and you're on Mars, and it becomes very apparent there's like an oppressive organisation... Like running the place, you like, won't give these people air. Yeah, it's like so far so total recall. Okay, <laughs> and then you meet your brother, who, by the way, both you and your brother are short-haired white dudes. Because of course, yeah, well, yeah. because obviously, uh, with a little bit of stubble, because you know, oh, yeah, yeah. they've got to. And then you go do the first mission, and then it turns out that you, I think your brother's like uh, like something to do with the rebel faction. The Red Faction. The Red Faction, if you will. (laughs) And so your brother gets killed, and so you have to... You become part of the the Rebel Faction then. It's like... It's literally like, oh, yeah, uh, you know how, like, the guys killed your brother? Well, you're part of our resistance group now. And he's like, what? Okay. (laughs) Also, you you are now our leader. What? I don't think you're the leader. No, but you do everything for them. You you do literally everything as if you were the leader and, like, the number one, like, lackey. Yeah, but the thing is, once you get, like, once you go through that intro where you can, every story beat of it, you can predict, it's ridiculous. Um, Then it gets into the game itself, and the story just kind of exists mostly as just a vehicle to get you from one destructible area to another. (laughs) But the actual game itself is really, really fun, because there's, like, proper story missions in each area that you do and those progress the story but in order to unlock those story missions you just have to cause mayhem you have to break stuff you just have to break shit yeah um and just destroy and just yeah destroy random things that uh that belong to the enemy who are the edf um not related to um the earth defense force i was thinking of the other one i was thinking of electricity de france or whatever it's called I was thinking of yeah, the, 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 the hate group. energy company. Oh, that's EDL. Oh, okay. Thank fuck I got that wrong. <laughs> um, See, now, it's like this just sounds like it is literally the best game ever to listen to Limp Biscuit and play. <laughs> yes. Probably, actually. But I can, that would be euphoric, <laughs> I believe. I mean, it's a little bit janky. Like, the controls aren't the best. When was um, it made? A few years back. I can't remember exactly. That's it's um, relatively new. It was Ish. um it was PS3, Xbox three sixty sort okay. of period. So it's not super old but Ish. it's old enough now. Yeah. Um it it is starting to look its age and it does feel its age right. now. Yeah. But it's still definitely worth playing if you haven't. I think that's pretty much all I've done. But both <laughs> those games, both Grow Home and Red Faction, I can totally recommend. Nice. If you haven't played him. Uh, I can also recommend uh, Red Faction Armageddon, the one after because even though it's linear, I still think it's quite fun. It's just go play Gorilla first because it's better. Yeah. So Snow, what yes. have you been doing? Well, 
If you say Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> um... Okay, I've got. A, I think I have a better question. What, what else you... have I been doing? <laughs> well, my actual question was going to be: What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about Metal Gear Survive, shall we? Sure. Let's talk about that. Drama Butt, do you have any fucking idea what Metal Gear Survive is? No, when you said you wanted to talk about MGS, I assumed the obvious. I've heard Mm. literally nothing about this. Metal Gear Survive. Um, Survival horror based in the Metal Gear universe? It's not even survival horror. Would you like to know what it is? Is it Don't Starve But With Side Snake? No, that's MGS3, but nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is literally a four-player co-op zombie survival. Uh, Hang on, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. uh, uh, What? Yeah, that just screams Metal Gear, doesn't it? Obviously, it had to be set in the Metal Gear universe. (laughs) They they released a trailer, I think it's Gamescom, the convention. Right, yeah. And, yeah, basically, the, the plot is, I think it's set after... Peace oh no! Walker. It is. It is. It's set after Peace Walker, and it's it's alternate universe. Yeah, um, and, and bas- like, basically, when the 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 thing that the the mother base thing that they've got that something happens to that in yeah, the main a, canon, a, a portal opens up above it and sucks all the fucking soldiers away as Kaz and and Snake just fuck off in a helicopter, going, "Whew! Shit! So glad we got out of this fucking bag of wank." Yeah, is, I can read lips. That's exactly what they say. Is this game? Is it published by Konami? Yes. Is it literally just a middle finger to Kojima, saying we own what you did? We're going to make it terrible. See, I don't even think that's it. But that's exactly what they're fucking yeah. doing. Yeah. Mm. Because like, I think they just they're just like, well, people got angry about Metal Gear Five. And the way we apparently treated Kojima badly, so let's just release another Metal Gear game because it's easy, isn't it? And now, if, like, the funniest fucking thing is that people turn around because the trailer is basically a bunch of action, and then there's like a, a square, like a, a cube of chain link fence surrounded by zombies that are like unicorn zombies. They have like things in their face, right? And there's just like four people just like shooting through the chain link fence, or stabbing them with knives on the end of poles, yeah, or shooting them with overly elaborate bow and arrows. It could not be cheap, no, but yeah. And it's like, and they're like, oh no, no, no! It's it's going to be very stealth based. It's like, so um, you're saying that you lied to us with the trailer, but you're not lying now? <laughs> or uh, yeah, fuck Konami. Basically, it's like I honestly, I'm I can barely get mad at them anymore. It's like, <sighs> well, I mean, the thing is, like, if if they were to say release another Metal Gear game that was a, a, a Metal Gear game that we can recognise. I've like, got an idea. How about, like... Because everyone says that mgs Five story stops short of the final mission. There is no final fucking mission. There is no solution to the story. Mm. So maybe fucking release that instead well, of a four-player yeah. co-op, co-op fucking survival zombie game. But, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I, I guess what they wanted to do, they just wanted to release a Metal Gear game so that the fans of Metal Gear don't think that the series is completely dead. So that the fans of Metal Gear can literally implode with rage. Well, that, that's the thing. The thing is, Konami have long, long proven they don't actually understand anything. Well, they don't. They don't understand that, like, not anyone can make a game. Like, you can't just give a franchise license to anyone and get them to make something good. Because I mean, that's what's happened with Silent Hill for years. And what it, and like I understand them wanting to put a game out so that it establishes that no Metal Gear isn't dead. Um, but what they've that done was just another nail in a coffin, really. Well, that's the thing. What they've actually released is like, look, after everything that happened with Kojima and Metal Gear Five, after that, what you needed to do was to make the most stereotypical Metal Gear game. You needed to do something that was all stealth. If you were smart, you'd release something that was actually set in the sort of, um, you know. Metal Gear 3 era stuff. See, if they were very, very smart, and yeah, the fucking Metal Gear 3 era pachinko machine drove me fucking well, insane, because yeah. it's like the most beautiful scene in any Metal Gear game that honestly have made thousands cry, because it's so beautiful, and then advertising pachinko with it. But I digress. If they were really clever, and they really wanted to garner fucking fan appreciation, release a Metal Gear Solid HD. Like, fucking... 
basically make it look like MGS5. Bring bring the gang back together, remake it. Same script. Basically, I know like Twin Snakes is a thing, but come on. Yeah, just remake the original one. Uh, like... I'd hate myself, but I'd buy it. Yeah, or, or just do, uh, do. I mean, they could always say redo Metal Gear Three in the Fox engine. Yeah, that that also would, that would be would. fucking beautiful. But I mean, then they'd that, have that to give they'd have to give credits to Kojima, and they'll never do that. Yeah, exactly. It's because like, they don't understand why they make money. No, uh, but the thing I was going to say, like, so they obviously want to just have a Metal Gear game to put out there. But the problem is, is that if they'd have made a game like this and it wasn't attached to Metal Gear, if it was just um, generic zombie survive, whatever you want to call it, um, then it, people would look at it and they'll go, eh, it looks a bit generic, but whatever, I'll give it a go. That's the thing, the fact that they've stapled Metal Gear onto it is just, like, insult to that's, injury. That's the thing, after everything that's happened with Kojima and Metal Gear 5 and microtransactions and all the stuff that Konami have done to the Metal Gear franchise and the Pachinko Machine and everything to piss people off... This is never going to make people happy. <laughs> this is like a calculated effort to piss people off. So, like, what do they think would happen? It's like, okay, they do the fucking... The car commercial. Which, if people don't know, they literally got... Um, yeah, they, they get Paul Lighting and David Hayter like, to do like a codec conversation. And I get, like, I, I follow David Hader on, on Twitter, because of course I fucking do, and he's, he posts, like, a script, it's like, Colonel, like, you know, and I'm like, oh my fucking god. And, like, I get super hyped. And then it turns out it's for a fucking car commercial. It's like, it, it's just <laughs> the most cringeworthy thing. Seriously, like, you'll be able to find it online. It's so horrible. It's like, Colonel, I don't understand. This is such a cushy ride. How can this car only cost this much with finance available? It's like, everything I love is dead. You see, now <laughs> Metal Gear fans are now going through the same things that like people who are fans of the Alien franchise have been going through since about the mid-80s. The most painful thing is that I am also an Alien fan. Yeah. The world wants me dead. You don't make it easy on yourself, do you? I really don't. I'm also a Terminator fan, and that's got me fucking nowhere, has it? But yeah, it's just like... Honestly, I'm nerd-raging pretty severely, but like... It's kind of... I couldn't expect anything else from Konami. Because they're they're a brain-dead company. I mean, honestly, I'm just kind of surprised that it's... That the next Metal Gear game isn't like a a freemium like mobile game <laughs> or, or to be like a, a straight up uh, I mean I know this is like you know Metal Gear Survive is like an, an online shooter but not just a straight up like me- like proper Metal Gear online well, MGO like, yeah. I mean they they terminated that a couple of years ago oh yeah well isn't, isn't there there's one in Metal Gear 5 uh, I think there is, yeah. Because they, they periodically... I, have, have, I haven't played it yet. Yeah, they, they periodically try and get Metal Gear Online to be a thing. No, yeah, I mean, I tried it, and it was really not my thing. But, but that's the thing, that wasn't the main game. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm so- another thing about um, Metal Gear Survive is that they're saying that it's not going to be a full-price release. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, okay... I guess that's good of you, but could you maybe take Metal Gear off it? Because it's just call it Survive. Because then I, you yeah. know, I give oh, it. Yeah, a is go. it actually called Metal Gear Survive, or is it called Metal Gear Solid Survive? It's Metal Gear Survive. Okay, but it's, it's just Konami for you, you know. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, do they think this is going to get the, the response they, they want? They must do. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like presumably they think. Okay, well we've got a game here. We need some sort of. IP attached to it. Let's make it Metal Gear, and that'll make it sell more. Yeah. But that's not what's going to happen, is it? No, it's just going to make everyone know. Because the only people who that would it. increase the sales to are people who are Metal Gear fans who are not going to want this. Exactly. So I don't understand why they just attach like any old bullshit IP to it. Because it's a <laughs> Castlevania. Because if it's like an alternate <laughs> universe Metal Gear thing. It could just as easily be an alternate universe anything else thing. Exactly. It could be like. Why don't we call it Snatcher Survive? Oh, because I I literally just implode. (laughs) Because Snatcher is a fantastic fucking game. Which is set in the Metal Gear universe. It it is, actually. Yeah. Very weird. Konami do Pro Evo, as in the. Oh, Pro Pro Evo Evo Survive! The not FIFA football game. Not FIFA survive. You know what? I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. If they did make a football themed zombie game, <laughs> See, I'd want to play it. That'd be good. That, that and, it, and it would be, be functionally good. the same game. You just change the name, and that's all you need to do. Yeah. Like change, update the skins to be football Pop. kits. 
not yeah. like, like pop in a football and make the football like somebody's head. Yeah, but it basically worked like um, Wacker in Final Fantasy X, where he hurls his blitz ball at people to damage them. Blitz ball survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, Konami, fucking pay us money, because seriously, we're coming up with way better ideas to, than you. To be fair, I kind of get the impression that if we went to Konami now and said, hey, we can make a Castlevania game, before we finish that sentence, they'd give us the license. <laughs> they're fucking, they're apparently doing that with literally everything else, so... They're worse than Games Workshop for that at the moment. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's that's gonna be interesting. Because yeah. yeah, like when it was released and the massive the negative reaction happened, they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> well, it's it's really stealth based, you guys, and people are just like, "That's not, no, <laughs> that's not, it's not, no, that's not right." <laughs> and they're like, "Um, it's not gonna be sixty dollars," and people are like, "We don't fucking care." Like, what, um, what I like uh, is that it, it it doesn't even appear to have any of the characters that you like in it. It's literally got generic soldiers one through twenty six. Because like you literally see Big Boss and it's Kaz, isn't it? Kaz, the the yeah. other character fly away in the trailer, like not to be involved literally, in if, the game. If somebody just replaced Kaz and and like Naked Snake with Kojima. That would be the most perfect fucking metaphor. Like, this mother base fucking exploding and a portal opening up and them all, like, reaching for their boss going, Don't leave us! Kojima's like, I fucking got her, bro. I'm fucking gone. That's literally what happened. Oh. Beautiful. Actually, I I do have a little bit of a topic that I wanted to at least bring up. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Which is sort of, as we were talking about, I guess, anti-hype... I want to talk about actual hype. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's something that confuses me a lot. What, being excited or happy about things? Well, there is that, but I mean in a more specific situation. Uh, so No Man's Sky came out recently. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, I'm going to stop. Before anyone leaves, leaves us an angry comment, wait until you hear what we have to say, <laughs> because I don't fancy getting death threats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you worried about getting death threats from people who like it and think you're going to be negative, or people who don't like it and think you're going to be positive? Because I have no Both. Because, I mean, there, there have been, like, the vocal minority of, well, there's been a, there's quite a good few No Man's Sky fans, and, and the vocal minority within them has been really nasty about anyone who's, like, doesn't say yeah. it's exactly perfect. But, yeah, what... Well, uh, oh, yeah, there's always a minority of people who say that about everything, though. But what I was going to talk about was that No Man's Sky obviously came out um, to an immense amount of hype. A ludicrous, and honestly, for a game that's not part of an existing franchise, I'd want to say possibly an unprecedented amount of hype. I'd say that's fair. Like, people were so excited for this game. Why? Because it's something we've never seen before. It's literally an exploration survival crafting game. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I don't understand. Yeah, like, I've never seen any game do that like at the, all before a hundred times. Like, I mean, I, I've I've seen you know I've seen the game, and I think it's the sort of game that I'd probably enjoy for a little while because it's kind of a mindless kind of walky roundy mind stuff kind of game, and I kind of get into those a bit. So I'd probably enjoy it for a little while, but like, apart from the art style, which is admittedly very kind of interesting, it, like yeah. the kind of color palettes it, it uses, pretty. very cool. But like. Everything I saw about it was like, well, that looks interesting, but I don't get where the hype comes from. Because there's, I I was shown the game, and I went, okay, that looks interesting. And that's that's the only kind of response to it. I'll wait till it comes out and see if it's any good, which it turns out, if we're talking about the PC version, no. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it does need a lot of work doing yeah. it, yeah, which I just really do... feel for No Man's Sky fans oh, having yeah, to yeah. deal with that. It's yeah. like Because it was delayed. Oh, many times, yeah. Yeah, it's like... But that's, that's the thing, like, when it was delayed, like, the devs were getting, like, death threats, yeah. and the people that reported on it having delays were getting death threats. I don't get why people were so excited about this game. It's like, I, I kind of understand, like, say say when a new, like, I don't know, a new Uncharted is coming out, like, it's not like that. I understand, because obviously there's a, there's, even if I don't particularly like Uncharted, I kind of understand, because it's a series that's been going for a long time. People are invested in it. They want to see where it goes, and they or they just want to play another iteration of it. Fair enough. I totally get that. And even like, though I never understood why people were super hyped about Destiny because people were hyped about it when we were literally only being shown skyboxes yeah. and the information that it was being d- developed by Bungie. And I'm like, neither of those things make me excited. <laughs> but I, but at least it was like, okay, it's a follow-on from Halo again. Even though I don't personally 
particularly care for Halo, I kind of get why some people are like super excited about that. Totally get that. But like this was just not connected to anything, and it was like, well, yeah, we've had like it does certain things that other games haven't done, like having a really smooth transition between space and the planet and being able to explore this. Even though it's it is not infinite, it's functionally infinite because oh, yeah, you'll no, never yeah. be able to see it at yeah. all. It's two to the power sixty four planets, is it? So there's like eight, just over eighteen quintillion, I think it is. It's this fucking yeah. ridiculous amount. Yeah, so you're never going to see it all. So it's functionally infinite. Like I, I get why all that, stu- that all that stuff is cool, but I, I just don't understand why people were so hyped for it. I, I literally can't understand <laughs> can it. Can I? Can I jump in here? Okay. Have you been on the internet before? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the, the most, the primary function of the internet is to latch on to anything either slightly positive or slightly negative, and then blow it up into the best thing or worst thing ever. So this That's... game has covered both. It was like beforehand, it was quite good. So people jumped on it. It was like, okay, this is going to be the best thing ever. And then as soon as it wasn't the best thing ever, people jump on that and say, okay, well, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And then in a week, people have forgotten about both. <laughs> it's kind of how the yeah, internet. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of how the internet does. <laughs> it's an, I mean, it's you're a, not wrong. It's an awful place. <laughs> but still, like, you, you see my I point. I think you like, mean it's the worst place. Like it was just such a, a ludicrous amount yeah. of hype for a game yeah. that's not connected to anything. Luckily enough, I managed to avoid any possible hype for the game apart from the soundtrack because the soundtrack was it be, is done by one of my favourite bands. So I heard that they announced that they were doing the soundtrack to this weird little indie game. It's 65 Days of Static. 65 Days of Static, yeah, they do, like, it's kind of instrumental math post-rock. It sound you can't describe it without sounding pretentious, but it's really... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I'm getting that. Yeah, if anyone's listened to the soundtrack, that's kind of what they do. But for this, they did, like, they've recorded, like, they wrote songs, and then they broke the songs down into different bits and recorded all those, and then worked with the sound designer guy to make their music procedural. So, mm, yeah. I don't exactly know how it works, because I haven't played it, but... So it meant I was quite hyped for it because in my head it was just a little indie game that they were doing a soundtrack for. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then I literally, the game side of things, I heard not, I avoided all of the hype somehow. So I was getting quite excited about it just for the soundtrack <laughs> and didn't hear any of this nonsense that's happened. And then it came out, I was like, okay, cool, it's a little indie game we explore around. It's got a cool soundtrack. Wow, why is this all over the internet? <laughs> But yeah, no, it's I, I'm I just don't understand it. I I, I really don't because yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, you know the internet is a hype machine. Yeah, they just latch but, onto things. I think I don't know. I'm starting to get a bit frustrated by the internet, to be honest, at the moment. <laughs> oh yeah, I really can't. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. But it's it, just it can this... be a complete fucking stupid shithole a lot of the time. Well, yeah, because it's just there's there is some things to be justifiably angry or excited about, but a lot of the stuff the internet gets wound up about, then I've forgotten in a week, and it's just like, oh, come on, guys. Just enjoy yeah. it if you enjoy it, or don't play it if you don't. Yeah, and if someone <laughs> else doesn't, fucking who cares? I think the big difference is, like, you know, yeah, like, we, we complain a lot about oh, everything. Oh, yeah, we do. But the thing is, like, we don't, like... You don't make death don't, threats about things. Yeah, we don't make death no, threats. Like, we don't try and, and like yeah. bring other people down yeah. because they have a different opinion to us. It's like it's fine if you like games we hate. Fair enough, because we probably like lots of games you hate. And same goes for mu- music and movies and everything. You know, everyone's got their own opinions. Oh, I love trash. So what? Like actual garbage, no, actual refuse. Yes. Okay. You got a fucking problem with that? No, no, no. That's See, pretty much what my music. That's pretty much what my music taste is. So I can't say anything. <laughs> the world keeps on spinning. Exactly. But yeah, like, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I I don't get why why like it has to be this this kind of all or nothing kind of attitude of like yeah, everyone, you're either right or yeah, you're wrong. Exactly. There's no grey area on the internet. You're either you're either with me or against yeah. me, sort of thing. So. uh... Welcome to the Misanthropod, where we actively <clears throat> bash our user base and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're only bashing the idiots. Yeah, we're only bashing the idiots. Which is like fucking stop sending death threats, you wankers. Yeah, yeah as a general rule of thumb. There is, I yeah. honestly, I don't think there is ever a fucking situation where it will ever be okay to threaten to kill someone, especially not over something like. You know, I can see that there are some areas in in extremes of life, like when someone's hacking in a video game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, like, like I don't know. Someone has literally kidnapped your children, and so you tell them you're going to kill them. That's acceptable. No, that, that's okay. I mean, you probably I, I shouldn't say, kill as a them. Rule of thumb: never threaten to kill someone. It's a douchey thing. Yeah, to do. especially if it's about a video game. Yeah. Don't, 
Don't ever, unless it's like someone's holding your family to host- hostage, going, I'll kill you if you don't finish No Man's Sky. Yeah. Then, okay, maybe you can threaten to kill them then. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't, because no. that's bad, but, you know... Rude. I can understand frustration getting you to the point that you would you would threaten. Yeah. But, yeah, like, basically there is there is nothing that ever happens in a video game that warrants giving a death threat. Even if you even if you're, you don't mean it, you're just doing it as a sign of frustration, remember, there's a human being at the end of that who has to fucking read that. Even mm. if someone remakes one of your favourite games as a pachinko machine. <laughs> No, no, that's completely... No, I, I joke, but, like, no, even... Like, I just I just think Konami's a dumb fucking company. I would... Yeah, no, yeah, totally. And you can be pissed off with them. That's absolutely fine, obviously. Yeah, I'm pissed off with them, but I'd never, like, like get an email of someone and go, hey, mate, I'm coming to fucking kill you because of that pachinko machine, because I'm not a fucking idiot. I mean, hell, even I've, I... Mean, I, think I've, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but, like... I, like, I, I remember when... Because um, my... My actual name is Matt Ward, as has been established before, um, which is obviously the same name as the guy from Games Workshop who was notorious for a while for doing really, really shit codexes. Yeah, they were. They were dreadful. Um, And a while back, like, 4chan found me um, and couldn't work out if I was that Matt Ward because obviously I was drawing 40k fan art. Um, Although they should have probably been able to tell that I wasn't him because... A, I was good at what I was doing, and B, I wasn't drawing Ultramarines. Well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you look nothing alike. Well, yeah. And the thing is, like, I got, like, some awful messages. Like, people say, like, they wish I was dead and stuff. And I was like, look, this isn't even aimed at me. It's aimed at some other Matt Ward. But still, like, I've got to fucking read that. And I got one of those on my fucking birthday a few years back. And it was like, oh. it was like, oh, for fuck's sake, guys. Like, seriously. Like, I don't like his his codex as, as much as an X-Man. Well, actually, I, I probably don't like them less than most people because you know the whole um, hyperbolic nature of the internet but <laughs> but like he's just a guy like so he's not very good at his job if we hated everyone that wasn't very good at their job then oh, we yeah, hate basically yeah, everyone yeah. in the country exactly <laughs> yeah. I mean this is the thing so I don't I just don't like what he put out I, don't, I have no strong feelings about him one way or the other oh, yeah. I don't think he's a very good writer I don't think he's a very good rules writer I don't think he's good at codexes oh yeah the, the rules thing was because the, there's just so much imbalance in it it was just a bit yeah but, but you know, and like I, it's like I, I'm not angry at him. I'm just kind of cranky at Games Workshop for thinking that he could do the yeah, job. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing because he, he could, yeah, we can bitch about Games frankly. Workshop because they're, yeah, they're as long as you don't get personal to the people who work there. I think, I think that's yeah. like the, <laughs> yeah, a difference. Yeah, Games Workshop can fuck off. Because Games Workshop are terrible. <laughs> oh, they're the worst. <laughs> they are literally the worst, and I'm going to spend a week getting really angry about it and then forget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Being angry at Games Workshop is like a full time job. Uh, yeah, it is a bit like being angry at Konami. Like, even if <laughs> it takes a lot of effort, like because every week they'll do something to annoy you in a new way. So yeah, they 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 just make it so easy. <laughs> they really, they really do. Yeah, they really do. Uh, but yeah, in in short. Yeah, No Man's Sky's release is just yeah. really weird to watch as an outsider it's, who it's, wasn't hyped yeah. for it. But still wants to play it, even knowing the problems that the people that hate it have with it. Yeah. Like, I want to play it, but I also don't want to pay full price for it, because I think it looks a little expensive for what, it, yeah. what you get. Yeah. I mean, I know it's it's functionally an infinite game, but I'm like, well, I won't want yeah, to play it infinitely. I want to play you, there's, it. There's a lot of... Yeah, so it's like, anything procedurally generated is actually infinite, so actually this is more limited than things like the Binding of Isaac's procedural, right? So that is actually infinite, rather than functionally infinite. <laughs> so... But no, like it does sound like it's it's kind of not completely finished as well. Like there's a lot of features that really should be there that aren't. I actually heard of something where there was talk of uh, of some people wanting to set up a game jam where the theme of it was you have to make a game based around one of the features that they left out of the final build of No Man's Sky. <laughs> okay, that's just a bit like that's a bit mean. I think it was being called like No Man's Jam or something. Oh, <laughs> that does sound really mean. But yeah, I can't say. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, if if people want to leave it in like comments on this, like if there was any like one thing that made people hyped for this that I just missed because it just came out, it, it wouldn't come out of nowhere. Like I'd heard about it for ages and ages, but just this this huge rolling ball of hype. Mm. This rolling ball of hype that I could not pinpoint where it came from because I mean you know there's loads of games that are like in development and you go oh that's a cool game like say we happy feels me that's now in early access yeah. and it's like I can understand being like interested in that because it's a cool concept for a game but like where it gets like the 
late sequel in a long-running franchise-level hype from. I just didn't understand. I just think it was... It won the hype lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess yeah, that's yeah. all it was. Probably probably complete accident. Just right place, right time. Got picked up by the right people who, who spun it and made it super hypey. Well, if you're going to be, like, serious with your response and, like, actually insightful, then I won't ask you again. Okay, fucking <laughs> sorry. Ask Drummer Matt next time. No, no, you are probably right. You are very, very probably right. Yeah, just chaos out there. Yeah. Fucking internet. Ugh. But I think on the game, it's. I mean, it sounds like it's all right. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it's fine. Again, one of those things that some people thought was going to be the best or worst, and it actually is just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's a very clever engine and I, I like how interconnected like I was reading somewhere like they want in order to make the different planets appear different colours they had to like change the elements in the atmosphere which ends up like changing the water levels on those planets or something because it's all so interconnected which is pretty cool yeah. as an engine um, and then they just put a bit of a game on top well it's mm. the um, it, it's the L.A. Noir thing where it's like the engine and the the technology behind it is a little more interesting than the actual thing <laughs> yeah. in the like the end result. Yeah, I'm sure at some point, give it. I mean, with PC releases, you have to say assume in your head that they're actually released a month after their actual release date. Yeah, sad yeah. but true. Um, <laughs> which I mean, I guess in this guy, this case, because they couldn't, if they kept getting threatened to not delay it, I guess it's yeah, it's a bit tricky for them. They're like, well, we can release it now, but it's not quite ready, but. You know, people might legitimately try and murder us if we don't. So, <laughs> but I'm I'm sick of of my family living in fear. Yeah. So I guess we've kind of got to make I it mean, ready. That aside, at some point I'll probably get it just for the soundtrack. Um, yeah. yeah, no, can't fault you. Yeah, no, we we definitely. Well, I know I definitely want to pick it up at some point. Just to, I, I want to I want to see how, how the final product kind of came out. If it's installed, I'll play it. I'm just really not. I don't really care for those kind of games. Oh yeah, no, it's not really particularly yeah. interest me. But I'll, I'll give it a go if it's there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was not an invitation for someone to buy it for us, by the way. No, no, it wasn't. No, please don't. No, yeah, stop that immediately. But I mean, if if if, if you want to buy it for me instead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I think that's uh, that's about us. Yeah, then. are you guys all braced for your death threats? I'm, bra- I, I'm braced for my death threats. I'm I'm used to getting them for other people, so yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. So yeah, we should probably get going. Yeah, we should. Well, thank you very much for listening, and please don't send us death threats because that's not good. Um, as, as if we needed to tell anyone, but okay. Yeah, now our fan base. Uh, well, I, I really don't like using the word fan base, but the, the people what. Pay attention audience. to us online. Your, yeah, your the people audience. what do listen to us. Yeah, uh, they they seem to be you know they, sensible, sensible people, yes. sane people. Sane. So they probably won't send us death threats. Probably, probably. but it is the internet, so I'm not sure. Death threat. yeah. <laughs> right. Love you all. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Please, please don't hurt my family. <laughs>